May God bless us this morning with his word by his spirit and empower us into the lives that he has called us into. Amen. Now, my little Robin action figure. I have uh, 12 of the 1984 release of uh, the DC uh, action figures back in the day. And uh, I was going back and trying to see what all that they were worth. And uh, apparently Robin, with the original yellow cape, can be, and the little booklet that came with it, is worth, can be worth about 50 bucks. Without the original cape, he's worth about 10. Now the thing is, is that oftentimes we struggle because we're looking for what we consider to be worthwhile. We look at the things that we think give things value. We look at what we believe makes something important. And oftentimes we end up missing out on why something's actually important. And today we get to tackle this idea that life in Christ is not always so easy, but it's not always meant to either. And, and that's, that's a tricky sell. Oftentimes with, with, with the church, we are oftentimes trying to figure out how do we get people into the pews, we want them back in, and do we really want to start off by saying, yeah, this is really hard. Yeah, 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 come, come hang out with us. Yeah, absolutely, we'll see you on Sunday. We're going to tell you all the really hard things that you need to tackle from here on out. It's going to be really difficult. People are going to get upset with you at times. It's going to be a stretch. You're going to love it. And the thing is, is that oftentimes what we realize is that it was just as hard of a sell in Jesus' time, but it's also just as important in many ways. Uh, last week, Pastor Tyler was talking about the idea of the banqueting table and the idea of the first being last and the last being first, and reminding us that oftentimes what we're trying to do is we oftentimes, we want to be the important people, so we're going to try to find ways to sit either at the front or by the cool people. You, you remember where it was like, you know, you're at the lunchroom, and you're sitting there, and however close you could be to the popular kid usually showed your status. And I was always kind of like to the far left. It just is what it is. Um, but with it is that you realize that oftentimes we're still doing that. We're still looking for the things to be a part of or to connect with that we feel somehow make us worthy. What we're doing is we're oftentimes looking for the very thing that if we could just get there or get into that, somehow it makes us better in our eyes or in our perspective. And, and Pastor Tyler was reminding us that in reality, being at the end, being the one who's willing to serve others, it is still the place you want to be. Not only because, well, you might get bumped up. But also, where does Jesus find himself? Jesus isn't just hanging out with the person at the head. He's going and he's there with each person at the table. And a lot of times, we take that for granted. We take it for granted what it is that God is doing in Christ Jesus when we think about this table. The thing is that a lot of times we can even do that as a, as a church is that we're oftentimes either looking for what we think is somehow the perfect place 
or something that's somehow going to make us feel good for being there. And oftentimes we miss out on what discipleship is actually meant to be. What, what church is actually calling us to be and to do. Uh, about 15 years ago was when I was, I was ordained. It's really weird to say that out loud. Um, but with it is we were doing interviews to figure out what church we were going to go to. And one of the places was this really large church in California. And, and they came in and, and they were interviewing. And, I, you know, I was telling them about there was like three different youth group or college groups that I had had to like take them from nothing and build them back up and, and try to help them grow. And, and it took time, but, you know, it, it's worth it. So you work on it and you help create that core. And, and I was talking about the victories that we had had in going from nothing back into a solid group again. And then they said, well, that's great. But what if things are already going really, really well? Would you know how to handle coming into a youth group that's already really successful and you don't have to start it from scratch? And I just kind of like paused and I was like, I don't know any youth groups that go super well. I don't know. I mean, that's a constant struggle. And what really stood out to me was 15 years ago realizing that that was almost like foreshadowing the fact that over the last 15, 20 years, ministry to our youth throughout the nation has been struggling as a whole. And that oftentimes getting so caught up in thinking, are you a part of the cool group that is successful and that you don't need to worry about, even crept into our church way of looking at things. This idea of trying to be in with what is cool and what is successful, oftentimes we are looking at something that is a place of honor. We want to be in the place that we can take pride in by just saying we're there. We're in the special spot. But the thing is that it's also the way that we oftentimes look at what we think discipleship should be as far as being easy. You see, we're, we're waiting for a special message or a special idea or a special program or a special whatever it might be that somehow now makes Christianity easy. I, I want to have it down. I want to have it figured out. I don't want to have to deal with these messy issues anymore. I want everything packaged nicely and easily. And then that way, I don't need to worry about all these struggles with my faith anymore. And yet, the thing is that Jesus ends up coming along and turning this whole idea on its head. And, and before we, we got to the section in our gospel, we also saw this idea of that banqueting table that people didn't want to go. And that's always fascinated me. The king has prepared a feast for you. If a king said, hey, come in to have dinner with you, wouldn't you want to go? I mean, yeah, 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 I would think so, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Malin's saying yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, good, okay. Uh, Lucas is not so sure, but that's okay. All right, so if somebody really important were inviting me to a dinner, I'd probably want to go. You'd probably want to go, right? And yet the people in this story have no interest in going whatsoever. 
There was a little song that we had to learn when we were in uh, Bible camp as kids. I cannot come to the banquet. Don't trouble me now. I have married a wife. I have bought me a cow. One person knows it along with me. Uh, We were eight-year-old boys, so we would always switch it around. I have bought me a wife. I have married a cow. It's still, I actually still sing it that way from time to time. I'm 42. I should know better. Um, And I'm single. I guess that explains it. So um, with it, though, is that when we're looking at that, is that people were so caught up in what they were up to that they thought this is not nearly as important. And, and yeah, we could do a, a whole sermon series about and that's why you should be in church and all this other stuff. I mean, I mean, come on, I don't need to be beating stuff like that over the head with anybody. But more than that is realizing that then the king ends up inviting everybody to this place. And the thing is, is that oftentimes... Oftentimes, we end up taking for granted what discipleship is because it's open to everyone. The fact that there is nothing we're expecting from you to be a part of this, it's almost like we're tempted to think, well then, is it really worth that much? I didn't have to do something special. I didn't have to prove anything to come and join it. So is it really worth the effort? Is it really something worth my time? And that's the thing is that oftentimes we can take something and it feels so common that we end up missing out on why it's so vital. And the thing is, is that as soon as the king invites them to the table, all of a sudden, they're a little too good for that. How cocky are we that we can look at our lives and somehow think, that the king of everything is not important enough to be that important in our lives, to drop everything and to go be with him. But you see, it ends up going deeper than that. See, the thing is, is that we're also struggling with the idea that this is not always easy. See, sometimes we end up discovering that being a part of the church, it is not easy. We, just, we end up finding that the people in our community end up fighting with each other, and we don't know how to deal with it. Or we end up realizing that we can't always join with all the fun stuff And we kind of wonder, does that mean that we're left out in the cold because we weren't there at the last party or we weren't there at the last hangout? Or somebody may have sent out an email that somehow got upset at other people, and then we have to try to figure out, hey, how do we still worship with both because we love them both? And believe it or not, some people actually do even find it annoying to hang out with me. Um, Some people may have even like come to worship here uh, at the church and then had to hear me preach and then decided to stay away for about uh, two months uh, because they're like, I don't think I can handle that guy at all. No, uh, No idea, no idea who I'm talking about. But the thing is, is that oftentimes we discover that being a disciple is not easy. And we struggle, and it causes us to drift away. To actually have a community of people 
that know you well enough to be able to sit down and say, hey, I know this is a struggle. How can I be there for you? Y'all aren't perfect, and we know it. I, I know maybe you were hoping that we didn't know that. We know that, and we're happy to be here with you. We know there are going to be the struggles and the upside and the downs. I know I get on Sue's nerves every once in a while. I also know that she still invited me to a party and still loves me dearly as the crazy and weird and annoying guy that I am. And I still loved it when uh, somebody walked up to me at the end of a Bible study and said, I am so glad that I get to be the guy who annoys you. And I loved it because that's exactly what it is to be fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. is to love each other through the annoying parts. Not just loving the people that somehow we're always getting along with, but loving people so much that we love each other during the conflicts. And that's the thing about this, is that we oftentimes get so caught up in waiting for something else that somehow will make this easy that we don't realize that our part in it is what makes it worthwhile. There, was a, uh, uh, there were these two youth groups I- in California, um, uh, one that I was leading and one that I was, I was helping with on the side, and, and they both had, you know, about a dozen young people, a, a dozen youth, and they were only a few miles from each other. And so basically I was like, y'all, come on, let's go hang out at the park. Let's go do something together. We had two dozen kids. It was like, hey, people are always saying, you need to have more people. Hey, that's great. We got two dozen. And at the end of it, I was like, hey, y'all, what'd you think? And they were like, well, the activities were fine. We like you just fine. It was all good. But we didn't really know those other people. And then pause and realized that's why I invited y'all together so you would get to know each other. But don't we do that, though? Ah, there's not enough people in this. Well, there would be if all of you came. Uh, But at the same time, is realizing that we, we are the ones who end up making it special. See, that's the thing about God's grace. Is that God's grace is yours right here, right now, and you being a part of it is the key part of the plan. You being a part of all these things. God isn't somehow setting up some beautiful church over there and maybe you get invited. God has done everything to make his church right here, right now. The thing is, is that oftentimes we're waiting for the easy part. You're going to be waiting forever. There is nothing for us to sell you here. There is no easy thing. There is no easy out. There's no, there, there's no final mantra. There. No, it is hard. Every day, every week, we're going to struggle. We're going to get upset. There are going to be things that we're going to say up here that are going to be hard for you to hear. I am sorry, Ed. I know all the issues that you have. I'm so sorry. But it, you'll get through them. It'll be all right. But there are going to be things where we look out And we can see on your face that we know that it's rubbing people the wrong way. But Christianity is not about waiting until you're happy with every single message. It's about continuing 
to bring you to God and his word. Because sometimes that difficult part is what we need to grow in the way that we've been avoiding. Because sometimes, sometimes we do have to struggle a bit. But the thing is, is that it's not about waiting until the right spot comes up at the right place for the banqueting table. It's instead realizing we are the banqueting table. We are. We are the ones that are being the inviters, not just the invitees. We are the ones that God is using to do what it is. We keep waiting for God to get out there and somehow make everything new. Guess what? He has. Here you are. Here you are. You are the plan. This is for you. The thing is, is that oftentimes we are looking for something and worrying when in reality, this is the point. I have a lot of anxiety. I'm an extrovert who still gets anxious when I'm hanging out with people. It's really weird. It's constantly like, ooh, I miss hanging out with people, and then I'm with them. I'm kind of like, do they like me? Which, you know, Lori doesn't, but the rest of y'all seem to like me just fine. Um, but the thing is, is that oftentimes I can be sitting there at my place waiting, counting the hours until I know I'm going to be seeing people, my friends, and I can be dreading it. I can actually be dreading the time when I know someone is going to be there. Because the whole time I'm wondering, do I have a good topic of conversation? Did I buy the right snacks? Did I make sure that I cleaned up everything nicely enough? Did I invite enough cool people to be there that it'll be worth their time? And then realizing that that would completely miss the point. Is that the people are there because they want to be there. Is that it wasn't about trying to prove whether I was a good enough host, it was just that they wanted to be a part of that community. And that's the thing, is that there may be something right now that, that's holding you back. Whether it's a part of connecting to the community as a whole, whether it's about connecting with, with your fellow believers, maybe there's something that you're like, you know what, I know that this is something that God has put into my heart and my soul that it's time for me to do, I'm just not quite ready yet, and I don't know what might be holding you back from that. But whatever it is you think it's supposed to become, that's not the point. The point is that it's already here. It's already you. It's the ups and the downs. It's the struggles. It's the asking the hard questions. It's the fact that we don't always know how to deal with things easily and we're supposed to come back to God's word and lean on one another to do that. Even when we annoy each other a little bit. Even when we don't have an easy answer. But that's also why it matters. Because the things that matter the most are usually the ones that are the hardest to get to. So this morning, after four weeks of sermons that are about the sticky parts in Scripture that we oftentimes try to glaze over, 
I invite you to come be a part of something really hard. I invite you to be a part of things where you jump in and you make things worthwhile and you have to learn and you have to talk to people about the struggles you're facing and the deep, dark things that are in the past that you wish that nobody had to know about. I invite you to come here and to air out your dirty laundry with other people because then that's when you know that they're the ones who truly love you because they're the ones who are going to walk through that with you. So this morning, I invite you to something hard because the one who's already done everything has already given you a place within it. Thanks be to God.